welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom, and if I sound weird, it's because the season doesn't let me breathe. Season's greetings from your best mate. Summer. Sponsored by hay fever. Sponsored by like, hay. This is Powered real, by pollen. This is my real first world problem. I, I am not in a country ravaged with famine. I have opportunities abundant to me, and yet for four months out of the year, every year, I cannot breathe through any pipe in my body. Mm. Help. Hang on. Any pipe in your body. How many pipes you got? How many... Count your pipes. <laughs> hey, everyone, welcome back to the fun game, Count Your Pipes. How many pipes you got? You got your obvious throat pipe, yeah. and you got your two nose pipes. Yeah. Ears... Do they have pipes? No one really says, oh, don't put that in your ear pipe. That's no. a hole. Yeah, but a hole... <laughs> I think there's a tube, right? Like an ear kind of is a pipe. Yeah. It's there's a, there's, a, there's a pipe in there. Yeah. You could okay, so are you saying retrain myself to breathe through my ears when hay fever gets too much? Yeah. If you <laughs> look, you've suffered with hay fever your whole life, right? I really I really have. And you haven't thought to try redirecting your breath through a different pipe. Well, now that you say it, I feel stupid. Yeah, I mean breathe through your breathe through your feet. If you that could wait, feet feet on pipes. Skin cells kinda like pipes. I'm not going to breathe through my skin. Okay, well, then you can just deal with hay fever then. Yeah, so, so. first world solutions, that's what we are. <laughs> We're here to fix up those little snaggles in your life. Like Tom's got his hay fever. That kind of sucks. It's not going to make you destitute, but it's not great. It's trying. So breathe through your pipes. Sorted. We're going to go to the internet and see who we can help with other similar banal little issues. Who wants to go first? Um, let's go for a celebratory one this time. We've kicked off on a negative note. That's my bad. Let's jump in with a bit more of a positive one. Okay. So this comes to us from the 19th on Reddit. Thank you, the 19th. I got an A plus in my German finals. Nice. So I had to shake a lot of hands, which meant I missed my bus and had to wait five minutes for the next one. Oh no. Five minutes? Five whole minutes. Mm. Now, that is frustrating. Obviously, we can't fix what happened to you, but we can make sure it never happens to anybody else, any other high achievers. No, I don't know if it was because I didn't achieve highly very often, but I don't recall ever wasting a lot of time shaking hands due to high achievement. Or is mm. this just me? No, it's me too. I don't, I mean, again, it may be due to the fact that I achieved nothing, but I don't recall a gaggle of well wishers sticking their hands out, demanding like a couple of minutes each. It's all marketing, really. (laughs) If you're the student who's like putting yourself out there, you've got your face on the side of the bus, which is probably, they would have waited for you, you'd think, if your face was there. But people know you're there. People know you've succeeded. And uh, you've got a lot of hands to shake. Immediately, I'm thinking more hands, more efficiency. Yeah, my my first thought was, you know, doesn't worry about wasting time while shaking hands. Millipedes. I don't think that's high on their list. You're right. Yeah. I mean, if you are a millipede, you've got a whole bunch of other stuff to worry about, like catching sight of yourself at some point and then being unable to sleep again. Shaking hands, probably not high on the list. No. They, Mo- can, they can meet and greet a room of 100 people in seconds. Yeah. Just like go all the way through without breaking stride, just <laughs> shaking hands left and right. Like you form an orderly tunnel yeah. and they've got enough legs purposefully making the movement. They've got some free ones that just reach out and shake. <laughs> And then they don't have to break stride and then get to the end of the the runway. So when they do meet and greet, do they yell out their name as they run down the room and everyone else shouts back at once? Yep. So to go, David! As he's just running down and then they just get a hundred names all at once. Yeah, David the millipede just, yeah, and like he he trains his ear pipes, his breathing pipes to take in lots of different words at once Mm. so he can break them all down later. Okay, so what we're saying is we need a millipede suit. Yeah. That you wear for special occasions. Millipede might be tricky because it's very fine. It's 
very fine details. It's, yeah. Maybe we should go, if you only missed it by a couple of minutes, he has to wait five minutes. Probably an octopus suit would do. Oh, you wouldn't go down to centipede first? No, I think centipede is for maybe high achievers in business. For school, okay. you can probably get away with an octopus are, suit. Are we saying that like, these are your graduation clothes? So you know you can get like... Rather than a robe. Rather than a yeah. robe. Like when you do your, um, when you finish your A-levels or, you know, finish high school in America, you get your graduation robes and it's the octopus. But okay. then university, you're probably going to have a lot more well wishes, more yeah. faculty to deal with. So that's centipede. That's centipede. And then when you do a PhD, you have to rent out the long, long millipede train. Mm. What is on. the hierarchy of legs? Let's work it out. Two legs. No, like so. That's us. <laughs> Hang on. Does. Well, that's us. We've got that. Us and monkeys and ostriches, birds. Uh, well, does anything have three legs? <laughs> Please Just don't name me. everything with two legs. No, 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 we've done two. Does anything have three or does it go straight to four? See, I'm thinking monkeys, their feet have like the opposable thumbs, yeah. some of them. So they could potentially have four hands if they like jumped. <laughs> and grabbed onto four hands yeah. that caught them before they hit the ground and then just shake a bit while they're there. Also, yeah, let's jump, not shake, forget land. About, let's not forget about the tail. The tail? Oh, that's a mm, fifth hand. Yeah, if you've got like a little attachment. Yeah. yeah so which mon- I feel like we've done before. Have a we? hand attachment for a cat or something that rings a that horribly, rings, yeah, horrible that rings bell. A, uh, <laughs> disgusting. It's a shame. Disgusting it's a bell. shame that it does, but it does. Um, okay, so that's like the one step up. Then nothing. so that's what secondary school. You yes, get a so, you get a monkey suit for finishing your GCSEs, which is ironic yeah. because the monkey suit is really a business thing in the other well, the way you think of it. But you know, by the time you get to actually wearing a monkey suit, you've got to have more hands. Get real good delivery on that succinct joke. Yeah, it's good. I thought <laughs> I liked it. Monkeys business. It's monkeys. <laughs> ha. So monkeys is secondary school. Yep. Okay. Then because of the opposable thumb. Because of the yep. opposable thumb. Z- and also, when you're that age, you have the athleticism to be able to jump and shake four hands at once. Yeah. Yeah, ain't no one doing it after a PhD. No, no. You just want to go to sleep. You want you want people to latch onto your millipede, like, th- kind of 10 metres down the road. Yeah. Yeah, I want to say, I don't think you'd be running through a tunnel of people, because no. then you're still hitting people. I think what you need to do is get post- in between them and then just, like, lie on your back. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is post up in the yeah. middle of the road, roll over, and say, I am now accepting well wishes. My bus is in five minutes. Make it brief. Yeah. Yeah, shake, shake, shake as many hands, as many tendrils as you'd like. You need to get one of those, um, like they have at theme parks, like the barriers that split <laughs> you into lanes. <laughs> so everyone's divided, and then like six people come out and shake those six yeah. hands, and then just yeah. behind the barrier, there's another six people. But daddy, like, I want to go on the front of the millipede. That's no. friends and family only. <laughs> friends and family, you didn't buy a fast yeah. track ticket. <laughs> Where's your fast pass? You're not going to get to the head. If you view it as the millipede. The shaking millipede is actually a static structure mm. that you kind of like you climb into, and then because that way you can set up the barriers in like sections of it. Okay, and then you climb into it and you kind of feel the shaking, and then when your time is up, you you go out the other end. So that yeah. way you can actually have just like like a graduation ceremony where you're not the only person who's going to be getting. Oh, that way when it's your turn, rather than you know when you get a degree or something, you walk up to the stage, shake yeah. all the hands, walk mm. down. But this way, you just kind of climb into the millipede suit, get the shakes, then climb out. So you get all the shakes all over the place, and then you climb out. But it also means if it's stationary, that way you can set up barriers and make sure your friends and family go in the right place and it's filled out appropriately. You've just given me an idea. Oh, God. Why does the student have to wear the costume? Because you've got this chancellor or whatever, the the head honcho and a few other teachers and all that. They have to shake thousands of students' hands. Yeah. yeah. Why not post up the millipede on like the cistern at the top? <laughs> on the stage. On the, the stage. 
lolling on the floor and then a hundred thousand students at once can come up and shake a hand and then come away in waves that's genius because then you can do it on a per class basis yeah. that's very true yeah can everyone who got a phd in social studies come to the stage please the millipede approach will commence in five minutes <laughs> we have buses to catch assume the position educational arts please approach the millipede slowly <laughs> That, you don't what? want to startle it. Don't startle it. Maybe it's not a suit. Maybe it's just <laughs> it a very big feed Who's been trained to just go, congratulations and well wishes for your future success. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it's saying. Yeah. But the sound of... It's the, it's the proxy millipede. All the other guys are behind it and they've just kind of got a hand on it to soak up some of the well wishing. Yeah. The wellipede. Oh. Millerwell. The brillipede. <laughs> Well done. Shake the brillipede. <laughs> Go come to the brillipede, please. The millachieve? No. Mm. I think it's got to be, unfortunately, it's got to be brillipede. <laughs> kind of sounds like you'd use it to clean. It does, doesn't it? Just kind of scrubbing this millipede right. on Wait, the floor. A pin in educational well-wishing brillipede. Brillipede kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. A big, like, sentient... Millipede made of Brillo pads that can clean your surfaces in seconds. You attach one sponge under every one of those feet, your kitchen's going to be clean in seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the residue it leaves behind. You need a <laughs> Do second Brillo residue. I, I feel like they're slimy, but they've got feet. They're yeah, not slugs. Slime feet. Maybe they skate everywhere. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think I'd want to go after one and find out. <laughs> go after one. Yeah, Come like, here, you little scamp. <laughs> 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 oh, he's a quick boy. <laughs> Must be all those legs. <laughs> I'm gonna get your slam, and I'm gonna go fast. Come back here, little boy. Okay, so something with millipedes is our suggestion. I mean, I'm worried that now that we've got to that, in the same way as the, in the early days of this podcast, a lot of our answers was something with robots. I worry that now we've found the millipede, this rich vein of, <laughs> of humor. Once you've found the millipede. <laughs> The millipede finds you. I don't think we're ever coming back now. Maybe it's not just the millipede. Maybe it's a sense of as you graduate through your classes, high school, secondary school, whatever, you get progressively more elaborate costumes. Oh, you do, You can use to shake more hands. That'll save you time, letting you get the bus. (laughs) Okay, moving on. I've got one here submitted to us on Twitter from Kyle Eric Thorne. Thank you very much. He says, got a fresh new haircut, but now it's too much hassle. So I just wear a hat 75% of the time. At least I have a hat face, or so I've been told, which I'm still not sure is a compliment. So what do you want to focus on first? The haircut itself or the fact that he has a I, hat face? I do I do want to start with what the fuck a hat face no, is. No, I get, I get hat I, face. I've been, given, I've been told I was a hat face before. I wasn't wearing a hat, so that was a bit... Put a hat Is on. it a little bit like a face for radio kind of thing? Like, you got a, you got a face for hats. You have a face that would benefit from being in the shade of something bigger. You, yeah. you have a face that I would appreciate more if it wasn't the main focus of your head. <laughs> you have a face that needs something to take my eye off it. Mm. You have a but face... But the hair more so than the yeah. face. But it's how you phrase it, because if you phrase it as, you look good in a hat, that's, that's like, cool, that's positive. You've got a hat face. That's like, yeah. does my face look like a hat? <laughs> Is my face made of wool? Is my forehead excessively brimmed? If, hmm. <laughs> if my face was a hat. If my face was a hat, what kind of hat would it be? Or maybe what they're subtly saying, not so subtly, before I go into this question, is a balaclava a hat? No. What is it? A balaclava is a is hat that keeps going. It's a hat that a doesn't hat, stop. A hat that just won't, hat quit. That won't quit. Hat all the way down. <laughs> okay, so balaclava isn't a hat, but you can roll a balaclava up into a hat. 
Yeah. So there must be a threshold at which so it stops being a hat. <laughs> so what you're saying is a hat is a spectrum. A hat, hat's a spectrum, Tom. Yeah. I'm talking yarmulkes all the way down to balaclavas. There's, 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 that's all hat. Okay. So where, uh, where in the head? Well, no, I think you're right. If a balaclava is all the way down to your neck, it's not a hat anymore. Yeah. Okay. So if it's halfway up your face, is that still a hat? Is that a really long hat? I think it's got to be anything below eyes can't be hat anymore. That's a mask. What about mm. those hats that have glasses in them? Show me w- one example of this. I'm going to Google hats with glasses in them. You're <laughs> okay. going to look mighty foolish. In the meantime, shall we work on his first yeah, problem? Yeah, in the meantime. You guys, you guys tackle that. I'm going the to problem was the haircut. He says his haircut is too much hassle. Yeah, so what I'm guessing. What I'm guessing is he's not gone for like a short back and sides. He's gone for something that needs, needs a little bit of work, needs yeah. a bit of maintenance, a bit of product, something like that. I've got to be honest, I've done that before. And within about three days, you're just like, is this... Is this me? Can I be bothered? <laughs> oh no! He's found the hat with glasses. <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, it's it's it's. If that's... you go to our Twitter, we'll have posted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's saying the fact that it's too much hassle is due to the fact that the hair is too high maintenance. I guess so. Because see, what I was going with, it might just be because I'm coloured from the last question here, but millipedes. I... No, but also <laughs> millipedes. No. Where are the hats for millipedes? <laughs> Justice now. What I'm thinking was like he said it's too much hassle. Maybe mm. he's just getting complimented on his sick new haircut too much. Oh, and that's being like, oh, I need to cover this up because it's yeah. drawing too much attention. Honestly, I can't go and buy like bread without everyone in Tesco just being like oh my god nice hair dude in the same way like you go out at like 9am in like a fancy suit and like shiny shoes yeah. proper tuxedo and everyone's like why are you in Tesco what 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 brought you here today and you go thank you thank you but <laughs> I'm trying to buy yams in Britain which is not what we call them we no. call them sweet potatoes one of these days a yam's gonna turn up in here and you're all gonna look mighty foolish Wish you'd never made fun of all those times I came in in a tuxedo at 9am. Shit, it's 9am, the yam guy's coming. Oh, it's 9am, do you know where your yams are? <laughs> Excuse me, have you any... No, we've been through this. Good day to you, sir. Every day for a week. Why do you wear the tuxedo for the yams? So his haircut is getting too much attention, mm. or it's taking too much effort. Either way, he needs to cover it. He needs to cover it. And so he says he like he says a hat would work. That's fine. Mm. He sounds reluctant. That's the thing because he's. If no one says, no one who's willing to wear a hat says, I've been told I've got a hat face, but do I take this? No one overthinks it. If you want to wear a hat, you just wear it. So I mm. think I think he doesn't want to. I think we need a hat alternative. What is the opposite of a hat? A haircut. No, 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 no. like a full-on woolly jumpsuit that stops at the neck, stops at the eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, now, yeah, a hat for your body. Yeah, yeah. So all the all the areas a hat does not cover. Yeah, it's just on yeah. its own. Get covered. naked, put a hat on, go into Photoshop, press invert. Yeah. Everything that was hat will now be skin, and everything that was skin will now be hat. Oh yeah. no! I'm just trying to think about functional opposites here. What's the function of a hat? Keep it's your head warm. Cover your head. Or, or keep to, your head out of the sun. Well, keep your head out of the sun. Yeah. To protect so the, your head. So the opposite of a hat is something that would severely a weaken and to the skull. It's, your hair. It's it's uh, it's like a hard hat, but the inside of it is all pointies. Knives. Yeah. yeah. Knife hat. Knife hat. Don't put on a knife hat, Kyle. <laughs> That's a bad idea. And yet, it is the fashion opposite. forward. N- oh, he would oh, be a trendsetter. Oh, oh, if you put on the knife hat, it's giving you a haircut while you're wearing it. Haircut no more hat. hassle. So instead of knives, maybe like razors? Yeah. Wait, razors shaped into the exact or, haircut that you want. Or trimmers. Yeah. So you know those kind of like portable portable razors you can have that yeah. have like a kind of foil guard on them mm. and then like the razors going inside it. 
just the entire inside of a helmet is the foil guard and there's just a constantly spinning series of razors mm. in there. So if you're, so the only thing that gets cut is hair that gets past a certain threshold and then it remains at a perfect length the entire okay. time. So it doesn't have to be cut either. It could be curlers or it could be yeah. like straighteners or blow dryers or something. We were saying he might be having too much hassle doing his hair. So what we've so done is invent a hat device. Wear a hat that does your hair. So he only needs to wear it for an hour, and what luck, he's got a hat face, he'll look great in it anyway, yeah. then he takes it off, no more hassle. People already say, I've got hat hair, Yeah, but that's like a bad thing, like, oh, this hat has caused oh. my hair to be bad. Let's reinvent the image of hat hair Yes, to wow. be a desirable that's feature. Some, that's some fantastic hat hair. Yeah. I love your hat hair. Wait, is that just the name of this product? Maybe it can be the new, I woke up like this, like, I love yeah. your hair, thanks, it's hat hair. Yeah. I, I wore a hat. Thanks. Holy shit, why is this so good? Hat hair's actually pretty good. Guys! Mm. I mean, the device itself is going to have to be sizable to start with. It's bulky, yes. I'm thinking one of those like old-style blow dryers you see in like 60s oh, the salons. salons. Yeah. They're like proper like yeah. domey headpieces. Uh, one of them? One, one yeah. of those. Might need some shoulder braces. Oh, is it portable? Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, wear, you wear, wear this about, it otherwise is, it's not a hat. It is still a hat, that is yeah, true. It's yeah. got to still function. <laughs> so will it still have a peak, like a snapback on the front? Yeah. It's, it's a trilby. Oh. Oh dear. Blur. 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 No, it's woolen. A woolen trilby. A woolen giant trilby okay. with razors on the inside. Forget the trilby. <laughs> the woolen, the world. A woolen domey thing. Like a tea cosy. Yep. A woolen tea cosy. A me cosy. Full of blades. Mm. Yeah. A woolen tea cosy full of blades. Yeah. We can call it the me cosy. Or we can call it the head auto hattica. Jesus Christ, that's a niche bull. That's right. <laughs> About three people will enjoy that. See it, but those three people are now fans for life. Yeah. Well done, Oscar. That's, that's... Not bringing them in in droves, but keeping them there. I'm, 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 there, for the, uh, <laughs> I'm there for the white whales. <laughs> I'm not all about these small fish. I'm about the white whales who like that head auto hattica joke I made. <laughs> there we go. Hat hair. I'm sold. Moving on. Okay, on. I, I have two, uh, I suppose, food-related ones. I'll uh, break it down. One of them's about milk. One of them's about eggs. Can oh, we go for a more generic dairy farm approach and do both? Uh, or are they very specific? They're, they're, they're niche milk pools. It's a specific milk pool. Okay, we've done eggs a lot before. Let's okay. go milk. Oh, it's a shame that the egg one... Okay, you, know what? Egg. You, know, you want the egg one. You know what? I think I really just needed to ask to make sure I knew which one I truly wanted. <laughs> so when you flip a coin. Yeah. It's like, nah, I prefer the outcome I wanted anyway. Mm. So this one comes from... You had it loaded up ready! <laughs> no, no, no it's, it's, no, it's next to it. I could have gone to Did that one Did you say milk? Anyway. This one's about egg. Uh, like, I, like, whilst we were saying that, I was deleting the last one, which I had screenshot. I was like, oh no, it's gone. Not it's... the screenshot, from Twitter. Yeah, I yeah. went in and I hacked their Twitter and deleted their tweet so it can't be found. This one is from Lucy, that's H. XLY lover on Twitter who says, I had a dream I got an egg sandwich and it was really nice, but now it's all I can think about. I don't have any eggs. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> now, I almost feel, I almost feel like the first world problems is kind of not really fitting into the rest of the tweet. I think I just really wanted to share that thought. <laughs> I feel bad about this girl who wanted an egg sandwich and she can't have it. I mean, there's one very simple fix, which is go buy an egg sandwich, yeah, but, but... she doesn't have any eggs and she's crying. <laughs> there's, there's three crying face emojis in this. She's really cut up about maybe it. Maybe she doesn't have any money or maybe she doesn't have access to eggs nearby. Yeah, maybe, maybe she lives in one of those eggless, place, <laughs> eggless wastelands. <laughs> Eggless wasteland. She heard a sermon on Tuesday the about the joy of egg and where chickens live. And she's been dreaming about it ever since. Okay, so how do we get this girl? Do we? Are we saying like an egg railroad? 
like an underground network to get egg sandwiches to these poor people. What would that look like? The egg railroad. <laughs> Paint me a word picture. Underground. Now, why why aren't <laughs> eggs allowed to start with? It's not that they're not allowed. It's like, have you ever seen the film Equilibrium? Uh, Equilibrium. No. It's Equilibrium. <laughs> Basically, the, the plot is the government keeps everyone sedated on medication all the time so they don't feel anything. So, yes, they don't feel love or happiness, but they also don't feel hate or yeah. anger or, egg. or fear or egg. They don't feel egg. Um... <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think she lives in a place with an oppressive government. And if they take away egg, sure, you'll never have those egg-related highs that you love so much. But also, you'll never have an uprising when there's no more egg if you've gotten used to them. Yeah. Maybe they were overrun by birds. Maybe they're under a dictatorship. They want to protect the eggs. They want to protect the... So they. So actually, the eggs are there, but it's only for the social elite. The working <laughs> class people don't get access to the eggs. So what you're saying is the eggs are for the 1%. Yeah, the eggs are for the 1%. <laughs> Fuck, there's a milk joke in here. Why didn't we go with the milk? (laughs) The plot of this movie is they're trying to get eggs to the people. Yeah. So that the people who are living in an existential crisis... (laughs) Can eggs to the people be the title of the movie? Eggs to the the people. And it's a series of, you know, like like the Soviet Soviet propaganda posters, like a a line of people all holding their fists up. They're just holding a hand up, holding an egg. Can can we do like a um, Schindler's List sort of thing where it's all black and white apart from the eggs? (laughs) Which Which, are just slightly (laughs) off-white. Okay, you know what? We're moving away from fixing this problem. Let's cast this movie and let's hammer out a script very quickly. Who in Hollywood is the most into eggs? (laughs) Or the least into eggs, and is going to shock people with this move. With this turn. I think this is Nicolas Cage's big return. I was just about to say Nick Cage. Because I don't think Nick Cage would be able to do very well without breaking all the eggs. I think, honestly... (laughs) Oh yeah, there's no prop eggs involved in production. Yeah, that's where most of the budget goes, is Nick Cage not understanding that he's being too intense and he's breaking all the eggs. Every take is just kind of like, God damn it, these people need eggs. And they're just... Nah, Nick, we're going to need another one of that, bud. (laughs) What was wrong with that one? I broke the egg again. (laughs) See, what what you're kind of doing here is kind of shitting on the legacy of the movie. If you could just not break that egg. (laughs) I'm trying to get the egg take, okay? The whole point here is that the eggs are precious and we should be looking after them. So if we could just go... Oh, 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 precious eggs. If we could just go from the top of the egg scene. Kirsty, get him him a fresh egg. There's only one egg scene in this whole movie. (laughs) It's 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 the climax of the whole film. This film is not about eggs, it's about politics. This is like Children of Men, where the only baby turns out right at the end, the only eggs. It wasn't about eggs. (laughs) The egg was inside me the whole time. Nick, we're going to need you to get off that egg. (laughs) Will someone please run out? One of the runners, head down to the the egg warehouse. You need another pallet. Okay, so you cast Nick Cage. Who's the love interest? We need someone else who would be surprisingly into <laughs> eggs. Can we? Rebel Wilson. Mm. Eggle Wilson? E- Nick Cage didn't have an egg pun in his name. Why does Rebel Wilson have to have one? <laughs> Nick Egg. <laughs> I stand corrected. I, I could almost see Rebel Wilson working, but I'm, I don't buy the chemistry. No. Nick Cage has famously played a, like opposite incredibly beautiful, like irresponsibly beautiful women. Okay. So we need someone who's just like out there and like unbelievably beautiful, but we'll have to sell. Let's do egg. a um, a CGI thing. Oh, of Audrey that. Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. The C- the full CGI. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> Audrey Hepburn. Egg, 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 egg. Wait, so he has to. 
<laughs> he has to play opposite a woman in a green suit. Yeah. And then we no, CGI. It's, 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 it's an egg on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a green egg on a stick. You know I love you, but I've got to get these eggs to the people. And the creepy CGI Aubrey Hepburn. The love scene is going to be very difficult to film. Very, very difficult to film indeed. Oh, 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 your, your skin. <laughs> it's Remi- so soft. Like, like an egg. Yeah, there's actually only one time the word egg is actually in the dialogue of the film, and it's when he's making love <laughs> to green screen Audrey Hepburn. It's his finish noise. He just goes, egg. And that's the only time you get to hear it. Yeah. Yeah, How I'd many like... egg puns are in this, though? Oh, constant. Constant. <laughs> or, but they're always, like, diverted at the last puzzle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't make an omelette without breaking a few insurgents' skulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was excellent. Or should you say... Very good. good. <laughs> Satisfactory. <laughs> Okay. The joke's on you, Nick. We've been doing this scene for two hours. I've made an executive decision. Or should I say, business decision. <laughs> what came first, the chicken? No, it was the chicken. <laughs> Since I've been doing this, my Nick Cage has just gone right down the toilet. Okay, so... Overall plotline, Nick Cage used to work for the the egg government. Big egg. The big egg. Mm. But now has seen the light after his daughter was killed by fatal lack of egg. (laughs) Yeah. He meets up with a band of rebels. After an existential crisis. Yes. Yeah. He's a shell of his former self. (laughs) And he needs to, utilizing the underground egg network, get the eggs hoarded by the 1% back to the people. Who are trying to crack down on the resistance. Yes. (laughs) So where does where does Audrey fit into this? She's the leader of Shell Corporation, <laughs> and uh, working working alongside the big government and trying to uh, take them down from the inside. Mm. But she just is overcome with irresistible lust for this bad boy rebel. Yeah, he has a he has a confusing hairpiece on throughout the whole film. That's not important to the plot. I just no. think it helps visualize what's going just on. Just some color. Yeah. Um, okay, we need. Speaking of color, we are sticking through to the Schindler's List thing. Oh. The only oh, yeah, color yeah. being the off white of the X. <laughs> Absolutely. So there's a couple of other cast choices we need to do. We need a villain. Head of Big Egg. Anthony Hopkins. Ooh, okay. Ooh, I can see that. We need a henchman for Anthony. Danny DeVito. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, no, change those roles around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, he could be the henchman throughout, but maybe... No, wait. No. So Danny DeVito is the henchman throughout, but it turns out he's actually the secret CEO. He's been yes. running the show. <laughs> Chief Egg Officer. <laughs> There's a showdown between Anthony Hopkins and uh, Nick Cage over the last remaining egg um, in the middle of this massive boardroom. Yeah. And just as they step towards it to start fighting, Anthony Hopkins... <gasps> Oh, stabbed through the heart with a giant egg-based sword and he falls <laughs> to the ground and he just goes, it was me! It was me all along! And then it cuts to black. It's not a happy ending. Jesus, it's not a happy ending. It's not a happy ending. What, we're, what was her name? Lucy. What we're saying, Lucy, is there's more than eggs in life and that's pretty much what this film is trying to show is that as hard as you push for those eggs, once you get them, you're not going to be happy. You're just going to be still sad with egg. That's that's what that was is what the final scene is. The big battle with Danny DeVito in the big boardroom, the egg is broken in the kerfuffle. Yeah. And both men just lose their minds. They realize that life is nothing without egg for them. Yeah. And then 30 years later is our epilogue. Yeah. He's living happily in the countryside with Audrey and their little strange eggless child. Yeah. 
And as far as they can see, chickens, but no eggs. <laughs> How did that happen? Who knows? We're not sure. A flower blooms. <laughs> the rains come. A solitary egg grows in the garden. Hard cut. <laughs> D- directed by Francois Wilhelm Schmidt. Perfect. Beautiful. So with that screenplay written and ready to be filmed, we're going to move on now to But Better, the section of the show where we take our own ideas. Aren't necessarily problems, but solutions, things that we can think to give that extra little bump to your already near-perfect life. This week, we have another one of mine, Snorbay. Is this another nose one? So I'll be honest, this was a working title for recent. For fuck's sake. It's not a nose one this time. This is something a bit different. This is a product which... Have you ever gone through it? You wake up, right? You missed your alarm, can't find your clothes for work or wherever you're going to go. You can't find your gym shoes, whatever you're doing. You head out the door, You it's raining, you forgot your coat, you've locked your keys inside. Just one of those days where everything's gone wrong. You're like, I just want to go back to bed and try again. Yeah. Like just a, a hard reset on the day, cleanse it and, and start from scratch. Yeah. You're having a shit day, you take a hit of your snorbay, you wake up in a daze, but it's early. <laughs> oh, wait, but Hang on. When wait. you said you wake up in a daze, my view is you've had a bad day. Have a spoonful of Snorbe, you black out, oh, yeah. you wake up some other time and you, you feel great. You've invented like a date rape ice cream. You are roofing yourself with <laughs> ice cream. The, the, the trick of Snorbe is that it puts you back at the start of your original day. So what you're saying is not only have you invented time travel, you've invented time travel via roofie. A la Groundhog Day. Yeah. Okay, so... Cool, another play. <laughs> um, let, me, let me just back this up for a second. I did not realise we were allowed to play in the time travel space. Is anyone else peeved at this? I mean, honestly, the number of Groundhog Day jokes I could have made. Like, I mean, for God's sake, we've we've been doing 50 episodes of this now, and sure, it might not always be the most realistic solution, but it's always grounded in something. If time travel's a fix, we can do anything we fucking want. Uh, Hang on. Maybe we just haven't discovered it in the future yet. So, okay, so what you're saying is, Joel... Today yeah. has discovered Snorbay yeah. and mm. keeps returning to the start of this day to convince us to get on board with it until yeah. we do. It's very much limited in the same way that the Groundhog Day tech was limited. The tech? The tech of Groundhog Day. <laughs> very, very limited. You can only go back to the start of that day. You can't keep skipping back. It was analogue. You saw the alarm clock. The alarm clock was, you know... Laced. Laced. With Snorbay. With Snorbay. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what? Fine. Let's roll with this time's travel ice cream. So, what? What? <laughs> okay, I just like to say as well. You've, you've. Okay, so you have set up the scenario of this day where you wake up late, can't find your gym shoes. What is it? You couldn't do just breakfast. One of those days where it all goes a bit wrong. We're going on this specific day you described because I think it's more of a okay, challenge. Yeah, I couldn't find my gym shoes. Couldn't find your gym shoes. Then I finally got them. I got out the door, but I left my coat indoors, and it's raining. I turn around to go get my coat. I've already shut the door. I haven't got my keys with me. Okay, so you've locked yourself out of your house. It's raining. You have just got a pair of gym shoes on. That's I, not good. That's I didn't bad. specify putting any other clothes on, yeah. so I guess I'm so, naked in gym shoes. Uh, sorry, mate. Yeah, it looks like you're, you're naked in gym shoes. <laughs> Luckily, I did pack my little pouch of Snorbay. Where's your pouch? Um, in, uh, do I want to know where your pouch is? <laughs> um, I think I'm wearing it across one shoulder. Okay, cool. And it's Hit. like holstered under your arm. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> Like a bandolier. <laughs> so what you're saying is there and then you're going to take a hit of Snorbay, right? Yeah. You pull out your little plastic spoon, dig into that bag, pull out some pink powder, and just... And And then then you wake up and you... And then you just black out on the floor. Okay, so what I am (laughs) suggesting here, because time travel to me is just... It's too untenable for us to actually get the tech working. I don't know. Let's... I think what we need to do is go the Pokemon route. When you black out in Pokemon, 
you are somehow transported to the Pokemon Center. Yeah. Okay. And no one really knows how or why, but mm. you have free reign to take a crack at that run again. Yeah, some guy just picks yep. you up, drags you to the Pokemon Center, takes half your money and leaves. So what I'm saying is, the Snorbay system is exactly that. Okay. If you take a hit of Snorbay, you get blacked out immediately, but you are just lying naked in the middle of your hallway outside your door. Yeah. The Snorbay man comes round. Okay. Puts you back in bed, rearranges everything, Shh, and listen, gives you... Listen. I can hear the Snorbay man coming out. <laughs> I can hear jack boots on the ceiling. That's right, it's very jack boots, kind of ominous. But... A little bit. He will put everything back to where the day started. The day hasn't actually started like that. Okay. You just get another crack at it, but it's a risk now. Yeah. It's a calculated risk with Snorbay. You get another chance, but your time is limited. But, but that's the thing as well. Like, also, you, if you black out and come to again, if it's that short a window of the day you've already gone through, mm. people are like, okay, I didn't do that much. So it, 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 there's not anything you would have come into contact in during that point in the day, which would indicate what day it is. Yeah. So until you actually get out in front of you know, a newspaper or see things in town or, you know, see anyone else, you're not going to know that it's not the same day. Oh yeah, this is definitely for early morning mess ups. This right. is not, I've had a really hard day, it's six o'clock, I just got home, I want to try that again. Okay. This is, this has gone immediately downhill, I need to try again. Okay, so we're saying there's a cutoff before 9am? I think as soon as you see your first person. Okay, so the moment you come into contact with something, so the Snorbay man is always watching. The Snorbay man is always watching. And he knows the moment you've kind of mentally tagged what the day is, mm. yeah. the Snorbay man now There's cannot nothing he it. can do for you. So if you take your Snorbay, you will just black out in the street. And you'll just lie there. And yeah. he will okay. be there. He will make sure that you're safe, but he won't take you home again. No. <laughs> He'll stand over you until about three minutes before you wake up and then leave. Yeah. Mm. So you never see him. But he's making sure that no one is, you know, no, no one is taking taking uh, embarrassing photos or like trying to steal your Snorbay. He's protecting that basically. Okay. But uh, once you, you're coming to again, he disappears. Okay. So what we're saying is basically, no one's ever really going to see the Snorbay at all. The Snorbay man at all. No. Yeah. No one's going to see him. There's like, no mention of the Snorbay man in the marketing for Snorbay. No, absolutely not. Snorbay is very much like take a hit, wake up again. They don't. They kind of imply that it is time travel. People right. take it on face value. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, that's exactly right. We're selling it as time travel. But it's but actually it's this actually, one guy. It's actually Greg who will just turn up at your house and put you in bed. Yeah. yeah. Shit. It's like a medic alert bracelet, but <laughs> for people who haven't had some kind of an emergency who just aren't having a very good day so far. Yeah. Are we doing one omnipotent Greg man? Or are we doing... No, I think, I think Pokemon system... Team of Gregs. Everyone Team who Gregs. is a nurse is a Nurse Joy. Everyone is a Snorbay man is a Greg. Yeah. Okay. It's a title But, not but there's a network yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Greg Michael. I'm Greg. The Snor the, I'm the I'm the Snorbay of uh, this street. <laughs> are you saying they have quadrants? Yeah, they have districts. Yeah, I think yeah. that, yeah, district. Greg district. Snorbay yeah. districts. This is district F. Is it by postcode? For Freg. <laughs> oh, okay, so... District yeah, G is Greg, all the Gregs. Breg. Yeah. Breg. Deg, Craig, Doctor Egg. <laughs> That's District Doctor. <laughs> okay, so yeah, everyone's a Greg. Yeah, they all have their own quadrants. Yeah, sectors, districts, however dystopian you want to take it. Yeah. Oh, this is a subplot of the Egg film we made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is under the surface the whole time. Yeah, eggs have been banned, but Snorbay is is rife. <laughs> yeah, the reason it's Snorbay and not like snore ice cream is because there's no egg to make ice cream. There so. you go. Yeah. Um, so Some little details you might have missed. One last thing. Mm. We have to convince the public that taking a substance that you're going to immediately black out using is a good buy. How are we selling this? What's the advert? Uh, it's being promoted by a popular cartoon. Which cartoon? Um, Dilbert. 
Dilbert. D- Dilbert, that, that cultural Phenomenon. touchstone of 2018. Icon, yeah. yes. Dilbert, he's always having a bad day. He is. And so Dilbert goes, I'm having a bad day. Time for some Snorbay. Like, we don't actually have a, we don't run out a big marketing campaign. There's just one Dilbert strip <laughs> that is, explains that he's having Snorbay. And at the bottom of it, in no other Dilbert strip, in the bottom of this one, it just says Snorbay, available to buy at this address, call now. And that's it. That's the only marketing we do because I think the kind of people who identify with Dilbert are the kind of people who are more prone to having a bad day here and there. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, I work in an office too and that's an example of a bad day I've had. Oh, Snorbert, Snorbay, Snorbert. Snorbert. Snor- it, it will be a text-only ad, so they might misread it. But. Yeah. yeah. In the same format, there's three panels, but it's just three panels of text. And that's how we, that's how we get people on board. That's how we get the word out. Yeah, that's okay. it. Very cheap ad campaign. Cheap, but so effective, because who <laughs> doesn't read Dilbert? I'm reading Dilbert right now. So, okay, I accept that we're not actually doing time travel. Thank you. For now. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing time travel until you come back from the future and explain that it can be done. Yeah, I'll work on it. If you sneak future you into the edit, I will be very angry. Hello. <laughs> Hello, it's me, future, future Joel. Joel. We talk much fancier in the future, don't you know? <laughs> I've had a vocal coach. <laughs> Etiquette's a big currency in 2030. Egg ticket. Um... <laughs> <laughs> The egg ticket is how you get on the train. <laughs> the National Express. <laughs> I've come to warn you that your script was actually a prophecy. Be careful. So, Snorbay, for, for now, until we invent time travel, the Snorbay man will be the one to sort you out. He will. And he Dilbert will. will be the one to spread the word. Perfect. I think that's that. I think with that, we should probably wrap up the show. I think we should. We've done it. We've done it. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you have liked what you've heard today, please do please do share it around with your friends. Send them a link on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Just let them know what we're about. Let them know what we fix. Let them know what we do. Let them know who we are. Get a read on us and then... Recite that. Recite that read to your friend. So uh, send them a link. Quickly now, get to it. Ooh, this is evolving. Quickly now. Spit spot. Children, chop chop. Spit spot. Yeah, it's like Mary Poppins, isn't it? Hip top, chiggling. Chiggling. Hip top, chiggling. Quit your giggling, get to chiggling. Joe, you found a new catchphrase. Emergency meeting of the council. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. That's so much better. Let's let him have that. Quit your What is it? Quit your giggling, get to chiggling. Chiggling being sharing the good word of First World Solutions with your friends and family. And that means that all the people who do so are chiglets. (laughs) Go, my chiglets, go! Fly, my chiglets! (laughs) Spread your wings! Oh, God. (laughs) If you want to be a chiglet... (laughs) There are some easy avenues you can go down. For instance, you can get in touch with us directly on Twitter. We're FWSCast. Thank you very much to Kyle Eric Thorne for his suggestion through Twitter this week. Big ups. Official Chiglet. <laughs> Level one Chiglet. Congratulations. Um, if you do want to get in touch with us any other way, you can find us at FWSCast at gmail.com. You can email us there directly or message us on the Facebook page, First World Solutions. Or if you whisper on the wind, we'll make its way to us. 
No, it won't. Don't say that. If you're on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. It actually really helps us out because it helps us be more visible on the platform. So if people are looking at podcasts, they can be recommended us and that's really cool. And also we just love hearing from you guys. We like hearing what you think of the show, uh, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, which one of us you'd like to invite to your wedding for free food and alcohol. And I'm definitely not, not dropping any hints. Invite, hashtag, invite Tom to your wedding. <laughs> hashtag get Tom a groom get, but like to go to his wedding not to marry get tom a groom get tom a groom i really bride. don't want that trending i think my girlfriend's gonna be pretty pissed off if Hashtag there's a get tom a groom <laughs> if there is an internet movement to find me a husband not for you just a, hus- a husband just a, a someone's husband a husband Fine. incumbent who's about to get married to someone else and you want to be there Okay, invite me to your, to your wedding and so, leave yeah. a rating and review. That's, yeah, that's too long. So just the hashtag get Tom a husband will be perfectly sufficient. Yeah. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problems. No problems.